I welcome you to my new podcast, Memory Mission. This is an introduction to my podcast, as well as a preview to our first season. It's very hard to sum up the gist of this podcast in just a few focused words. If I had to sum it up in a few words, on the surface, it's me sitting down in a studio with longtime friends and capturing some of our wild and unbelievable stories, and then sharing them in a fun, creative audio story format. But it's deeper than that. Because the friends that I sit down with in the studio and record are decades-long friends. Friends that share a lifetime of memories. These are the friends that you have experienced life's ups with, like sons and daughters being born, in each other's weddings, celebrations, first time sipping alcohol with, 21st birthdays, 40th birthdays, and so on. But these are also the friends that we've experienced life's downs together. Divorce, family members passing away, losing a job, and so on. But mostly these are experiences that none of us would trade for the world. Over the years when we're hanging out and retelling some of our stories, other people, our wives, other family members are truly taken aback and honestly question and comment on, first, our sanity, second, how in the hell are we still alive, and third, Now, we've heard this from multiple different people at multiple different times. They say that you need to write a book. You just cannot make this stuff up. So my vision is to honor our lifelong friendships by capturing our memories together and then sharing them with you in fun, creative audio stories. Because some of these stories are so entertaining, they have to be shared. As of now... I envision having some episodes being based on one story or one particular event. But I also envision having multiple episodes on one topic or story. I wanted to launch my podcast by creating a season of episodes based on the neighborhood that I grew up in, Sunnymead in South Bend, Indiana. I sat down in the studio separately with five of my boys that I've been friends with the longest, easily over 30 years each. We captured many of the stories and many of the memories of death-defying acts of sheer stupidity and also other memories that I think listeners will be entertained by. I created multiple episodes based on our stories of growing up in Sunnymead. What you'll hear next is just a preview of what you'll hear in Season 1 of Memory Mission. That is, if you're brave enough to join us. If you do spend your valuable time listening, I'm confident that you will enjoy and be thoroughly entertained if not disgusted. Please know that uh, children should probably not listen as there are some swear words throughout our episodes. Also know, as you'll hear throughout, that we did, uh, we made some poor choices as children. But we have always been wonderful people, wonderful men, absolutely great fathers, sons, and husbands today. What you will hear next are some excerpts from Season 1 of Memory Mission. In one of the early episodes, Tracks, Trails, and Trees, you'll hear us setting the foundation of the first season, describing how far back we go, how long we've been friends for. I just remember us always being friends. Mm -hmm. Just literally. Like, literally. Like, I don't remember how I learned English, but guess what? (laughs) I speak English, you know what I'm saying? That's true. On that same level. (laughs) That's true. Right. That's true. Uh, We didn't didn't learn to walk together, but we learned how to ride bikes together (laughs) and big wheels and all hot wheels. (laughs) It just was. So I've been friends with the Kosher Twins for 30 
39, 38, 39 years. We're going on 40 years. Our, our, our friendship's almost over the hill. Also in the Tracks, Trails, and Trees episode, we set the groundwork for the listener by describing the neighborhood. Throughout the episodes, we refer back to geographical features like the railroad tracks, the viaduct, the bike trails, the zoo, school field, the islands, and so on. Somebody be like, man, how could you sleep next to the train going by in the middle right. of the night? And to me, it was soothing. Yep. You know? Yep. And I mean, we would use that as a diversionary tactic to uh-huh. get out of the house late at night. You know? Yep. We weren't dumb. We'd wait for that train nope. to come. The windows would rattle. Guess what? That Gone. door would rattle, too. <laughs> you know? We'd be out. So, so you're saying you use some of our geographical features to your advantage in yeah. deceit. Oh, yeah. Come in and <laughs> no. out. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Smart. When I think of a magical childhood place in our neighborhood, it was the bike trails. Yes. Yep. And to me, that was kind of like our... Yeah. Our thing, you know, and Jimmy, you were a key player, a key architect. Talk to me about the bike trails. <laughs> well, it was a key little sanctuary, I'd say, for mm-hmm. us. I mean, you know, if you're bored or something, you would just ride your bike back there. An entire episode is dedicated to a mythical neighborhood bully, the legend of Michael Lee, who we built up to be a 10-foot-tall, fire-breathing heathen. Like, what the fuck? And I swear dude. to God, that it was like a werewolf, dude. It was like, <laughs> it was gr- like in a movie. It was like a, a grim story, like a fairy tale, scary. Yes. Like a grim brother's grim shit. Yes. Like, yes. Mm-hmm. I swear to God, mm-hmm. God, all you can see was two golden glowing eyes. <laughs> and just a cackle. <laughs> ha, ha, ha. <laughs> and I'm like, what the fuck, <laughs> And when you're a child, that's pretty scary. You know, I look at Amory as a, I don't know what that was. In another episode, Sports and Spit, we share how sports dominated our landscape and how we didn't need fancy equipment and we weren't too picky at all about where we played at. From waking up in the morning just going to play football in a yard to a basketball hoop here and there, dragging a hoop in the street. We were we played a lot of sports, man. Do you agree? Yeah, my parents' house was pretty common court. We had some battles there. Broke a shitload of windows. Basketball, right? Yeah. We had two basketball, hoops. Basketball, yep. There were two hoops out there Just next have, to each other. Have some epic battles. Didn't and get any better than that. No, Wish no. We could go back to those days for sure. Uh, you're a sound effect, sound effect good. city. Right. You used to fart every time sound you, you shot it. Right. <laughs> pull a jumper from the free throw line, rip one, nothing but the bottom of the net. <laughs> yes, indeed. But one of the many courts we played on, your backyard, we played 21 back there all the time. All right. That was the 21 court. In the same episode, Sports and Spit, TJ and I share memories of a day that will go down in history as the single most cunning, devilish plot that a third and fourth grader from Longfellow Avenue could concoct. 
us thinking that our wrestling skills on Longfellow were so, just so good that we took it to Jefferson Elementary School, man. Yeah. And we started our own legendary recess wrestling league. Yeah, I remember you guys, the actually the older guys started it. <laughs> and then it was it was probably like a week or two before I got dragged into it. And I me and Emery grew up and we was like, man, what like dirty tactics can you know, they ain't no refs. Right. Like what dirty tactics can like I do? Like that's just the mentality that I had at that time. So I'm in art class and I'm looking around like thinking, man, what the fuck can I do to cheat? You know what I mean? <laughs> so then I remember that like Moolah dude or somebody used yeah, to spit yeah. like green shit in like the people's eyes. And like while they were all fucking diverted with the shit in their eyes, he would beat them up. So I'm like, oh, that might really, you know, mind you, we're young, dude. Yeah, so like, I'm thinking grade, of like old grade. school WWE, yes. I mean, WWF F. tactics. You know? As you will hear throughout the episodes, the railroad tracks played a major part in our upbringing. You will also seriously wonder how we're still alive, and I'm pretty sure you will question our sanity. In the episode, A Pathway East or West Without Being Seen, my dad Joel, and also TJ and Tony's mom Kathy, joined me to provide their thoughts on raising kids in our neighborhood. And I'll say it now, our parents all told us all the time what can happen if you played on 80,000-pound freight trains? And, you know, I sort of related it back to a movie. I can't even... The Dollmaker, I think is what it was. Okay. I think it was Jane Fonda might have been in it. All right. And there's a scene uh-huh. in that movie where the little girl is in the train yard. Okay. And she's sitting with her legs across the, the rail. Okay. And she's playing with her doll, and the train starts to go and runs over her legs and cuts her legs off. And I used that as an example, as an example mm-hmm. to mm-hmm. tell the boys what could happen. Mm-hmm. Right, right. I don't know. Try to put the, the fear, fear of God. God. <laughs> <laughs> no, you, you guys all. I do remember uh, one of the first train track stories I've mm-hmm. heard of you when you guys were hopping the train and go, what was that? Hobo Acres or whatever the hell that was called? Bum <laughs> Valley. Yeah, Bum Valley, yeah. Whatever, man. I'm thinking, Jesus Christ, you've got to be kidding me. And so... Here comes a train heading east back home, and I remember Tony vividly saying, fuck it. <laughs> <laughs> yes, He yes. runs up to this train. Grabs yes. onto the ladder and goes 100% fucking horizontal. <laughs> and somehow he had the strength to pull himself onto the ladder. I think the writers at MTV were thinking of us when they wrote the Beavis and Butthead episodes on fire, fire, fire. Because fire, fire, fire was a major component of us growing up. So much so, an entire episode is based on it. Whether it's fireworks, bottle rocket wars, or throwing aerosol cans into campfires, we were lucky to have avoided the South Bend Fire Department. And yeah, just bored pretty much Timmy ideas, I think. We threw, it might have been a couple aerosol cans into the fire, and and then it just blew up. I think the can went at least like 20 feet in the air. And I mean, like, think we just pretty much panicked. Uh. 
In one of the episodes, I truly could not think of a name that was fitting for the episode. But one word kept crawling through my head as I was working on it, and that one word was simply three letters. Bad. Bad, bad, bad. An entire episode is based on things that we feel bad about. It does contain some of our more questionable decisions, yet it's very entertaining to say the least. You'll hear us share stories of staging fake fights to get a reaction out of unsuspecting motorists. Well, we'd pick one guy that was the victim and make it look like the rest of us were beating the shit out of him. <laughs> and some people would stop and intervene and we'd take off laughing our asses off. <laughs> and we did it quite often. You'll hear several stories of us just running. Always running. Running away. Chasing. Being chased. Always running and he pulls away from the guy and he just runs and i that's the last thing i see right okay. uh-huh. so then I, me and jim like i like whoever's next to me i think it was uh-huh. jimmy and i'm like yo there's like we gotta go right, like, i right, couldn't really right. tell him what was going on right and then i was like just took off running and i remember the train is going one way i'm running the opposite yeah and i'm just looking at my feet And I was flying, dude. And I get down to like the Twickenham Viaduct now. You will hear what can occur if you happen to enjoy throwing rocks at a newly constructed softball clubhouse. And I just remember, dude, the window shattered. We looked at each other like, oh, shit, because it it was loud as hell. It was the loudest thing I ever heard in my life, dude. We ran. As soon as we heard we it, we were like, we fucked. gotta get the fuck out of here. Yep. You look like Willie Mays Hayes in Dude. Major League when he got Dude, taken and, out in the middle of the And night. from that softball field to that <laughs> entrance on South and fucking... Sunnyside, yeah. Sunnyside. A good 150 yards. Oh, easily. Good oh, a couple football fields. couple football fields. Easily. You'll hear a story about the great disappearing magician, the great Poudini. We had a friend who used to disappear, or at least stop what he was doing to hold in his poop. Never heard of anybody nope. holding a poop like that. Nope, nope, To nope. the point where you're standing with your legs crossed for 10, 15 minutes, <laughs> and then you're fine. It's like, <laughs> yeah. how are you better? I mean, that's, if I got to go that bad, sweat's coming. <laughs> I think he, and then, and then, yeah, he, well, he crapped his pants, yeah. so. But then I asked him what he did, and he, <laughs> But he left, he threw the dirty <laughs> underwear or whatever in the next stall and just left him there <laughs> for somebody to find. <laughs> uh. Thank you for listening to this short preview of the first season of Memory Mission. We have multiple episodes that will be released once a week. These episodes will probably make you question your own parenting skills And I do apologize in advance to your own children because you probably will not let them out of the house anymore after hearing some of our troubling antics. So I hope as time goes by, you continue to join us and share the fun, laughter, and tears that some of our stories bring. I hope you enjoy.